Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody. It's a podcast. Uh, show is a good see today. There's actually a lot going on in today's show. We've got Dr. D. Maybe not. What do you mean? You did it without me. It's not making it. Why not? Because you we did it without about, me. We talked about like life you and death. You shouldn't have done it without me. It can go up separately if you want. It's not going on the podcast. Why not? Because the Mitchell and Michael show. So I only did show. it. Because, so what happened is that this weekend was daylight savings change and I didn't realize mm. and I get up this morning mm. and I'm like, you could oh tell crap. Me. And I raced in and I just, I just had to record him because we had to get him in the show. Because he's got to go off to work in a hospital. Otherwise, there would have been no Doctor D. That's better. So you what? You would have preferred I just chuck it out. I'd rather us both stare at each other and do nothing together as a team. Look, if that's the rest of the if show. Your wife, that's the rest if of your the wife show. went to Nobu by herself for the for your anniversary dinner, I'd want to see the pictures. Put him in. <laughs> I had, put him in. No. Put him bloody in. I didn't rush in to record. Well, it you for should nothing. have told me. You should have had me. Why was I on the phone? Why didn't you have me on the phone? I was just getting it done, mate. You should have had me on the phone. Done. Should have had us both Employee on the phone. Boy of the month here. Just getting it done. I've got my award in my hands it right does, now. It does, and you'll find out more about that. Uh, I was on trying to. I was trying show. to. I was like, I'm not going to bother Mitch. I'll, he can get in with. Like I've stuffed up, and I've got to fix what it. What time so did I, you get in? I had to get in. I had to get in before five thirty. To record him, which I normally am, because he's, he's gone by five thirty now through summer. I easily would, you know, I'm, you know, I get up at four. I'm disappointed in you, mate. Just because you won your award, you bloody, you, you slip him the day after. If you want it in the show, you have to give me something. You have to trade. I have to give you. You something. have to trade something to get that in the show. But you can have a minute to think about it. Uh, we also have Felix Zemdex, who is a national champion of the Rubik's Cube. He's only in because it's a great, like it's a great get, and he is. As a guy that you expect from a Rubik's Cube guy, he's he's got a lot of energy. He knows Eddie Maguire. That's that, actually, that that's another tick as to why he is on the show. Does he actually? Yeah, he's he's like done interviews with Eddie. We didn't talk Obviously. about that. Like, there, there's a lot to go through. You were doing a Rubik's Cube through today's yeah. show. Yeah. Spoilers. Didn't do it. <laughs> I mean, I, I, could, I actually made it worse. You have to admit, though, you I, were getting I, there. I, I thought, I actually thought at one point, I was mm-hmm. like, part of me started going, "Has Mitch done this before?" Yeah, it was um, like so. I got the one side. You guys find this out in the show, but I got one like the face side, mm-hmm. and then like the the sides around it, and like a little, it was like a little T on it, and that apparently, as I had checked Google after, um, that's the that is the correct step. And then you're supposed to go to like an X and then move yep. from there. And then after I went to that, it was it was it was down. it was downhill. It was from there. all downhill. Now, from uh, there. tell me this: Does Terry from the Wheat Belt? Does his movie guy? I'm gonna beat. Make I'm gonna beat this out. Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> that one's just for Northern Men Meriden. That was for you. That was like it's his like, guy. He, the thing with the thing with that is great chat. Like as in like as in movie guy. We talked about. I think it was like. The Lord of the Rings TV series. And Amsterdam like, with Margot Robbie. Which is like great stuff to yeah. talk about. But it's like, from a movie guy, I expected better. Like, I expected better. Like, you're the panel up. It'd be like if, like, to turn the mics on, you just hit it with a hammer. Like, I'd be like... I mean, it works. Like, yeah, but you're like, I expected better from you. Yeah. And I expected better from him. The actual show, just old Mitch and Mike, which is what you've, you've signed up for. It's pretty good today. 
some nice little bands. We talk about the best fruit. (laughs) 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 We talk about how you can get job seeker. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we talk about, uh, uh, talk about fishing. I told you. Did I not grade the show at the start? It's a C. It's a C at best. Mate, if you don't put in Dr. D, if you don't put in Dr. D, the show is a D. If if he doesn't make it today, what are you? Because I'm sorry, but fruit. What are, you, what are you trading? What are you trading me? I have to trade. You've anything. done this once before. I, I told to you trade. not to do it. I, t- I said, I said, we're better off not doing it than doing it. Just you sickly. served me fruit salad this morning. Were you? So not, we're even. No. Were you not? <laughs> we're, even. were you not shocked with number one? I am shocked with number one. Exactly. But where? But where was? Where was the the cheese board? Where was the you know the accompaniments to that fruit salad? What do you reckon the best cheese is? Surely cheddar's number one. Just by... You reckon? Just by... No, like on, a, on like a charcuterie board or whatever. On a ch- <laughs> charcuterie board. Uh, is that even what it is? Isn't it, or is that just deli People mates? would always go for like brie and camembert. Yeah, but what's like... Name a woman. Better. Just name her. Brie. <laughs> <laughs> her favourite cheese. Brie. Yeah. 100%. My yeah. wife's favorite cheese, brie. What's the gr- people? There's no way anyone's listening still. What's the one with the with like the red around the outside? It's like a smoked and it's like a orangey oh, cheese. Like a like a Swiss, like a with the red. Nah, it's like another one. It's like a. I'll bloody look into it. Don't worry, Gouda. guys. Kind kind of kind of. Um, like we said, guys, this podcast is bloody great. See oh. for cheese. <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit the mic with a with a Rubik's cube. You know what? We'll start with Dr. Death. It's not worth it, but we'll start with it. Doctor, doctor. If you have a medical mystery or require a remedy, then you need our one and only P-Play physician, Dr. D. Dr. D's advice is purely educational and he always encourages you to see a GP. Uh, we got our timing wrong this morning with Daylight Savings. And so I had to catch up with Dr. D nice and early, uh, way before the start of the show this morning. Have a listen. <laughs> Good morning, Michael. And I'm, I'm really sorry I forgot to send the memo. But you've got to, you've got to change your clocks now, or at least in my state you do. Yeah, uh, it's the thing for WA is that everybody else changes their clocks, and so uh, it makes scheduling a little bit tricky. But I'm glad we don't have daylight saving because. I don't know if you're aware, but uh, it can have a, a bad effect on your health and therefore your lifespan to like change your clocks like that. But there's a cure, Dr. D. I found the cure to long life. It is dancing. Oh, wow. Okay. Who knew after all this time, the cure for a longer life was just dancing? Now, there's many, there's many claims about things that can extend your life, such as uh, you often see superfoods spruiked or antioxidants. Is there actually anything that medicine knows of that does give you a longer life? Um, there's no, so unfortunately there's no like specific one thing that's going to um, lengthen out your life. Like we've been looking for a while and there's, you'll find that there's usually studies about, you know, you've seen um, red wine in moderation, dark chocolate in moderation. I think I saw one about a couple of beers in moderation. Um, there's certain superfoods, anything high in antioxidants, um, certain activities. I had, I've read the article about dancing, but you know, yoga has been touted as something that increases um, your wellness and well-being. Essentially, you should be looking at activities that overall increase the sense of well-being, the quality of your life, 
um, and engaging in activities that prevent you from having health problems in the future. So you're saying that exercise is exercise is great, we should exercise, but if it makes you feel bad, it might not be having like the desired effect. Correct. So there, uh, I haven't reviewed the literature, but there are some, some suggestions that um, some intense forms of body building or some really um, high-intensity weight training in the short term can be quite good, but may lead to some longer-term impacts in that it's actually doing harm in the long term um, as opposed to some lighter forms of exercises, your, your general cardio, your Pilates, your yoga. Um, so it's kind of like exercise is good in general, but some exercises, if it's too intense or if you're pushing your body too far, can be doing damage. Do you foresee a future in which medicine like beats death? Um, <laughs> I think philosophically that has always been medicine's drive is to, you know, the final, the, the final challenge is death. But nowadays people are realizing that you, that we can't necessarily beat death and that aging is inevitable. What we're doing is by, you know, treating a, a variety of different health conditions and allowing people to live longer. We're now coming across the illnesses that are associated and unavoidable with old age, things like frailty and dementia and, um, you know, losing the abilities you had when you were younger. So I don't necessarily think it's a good thing to be able to live forever, but I think people should start thinking about instead of how long do I want to live, how, how is my quality of life? How good is the life that I'm living? Am I achieving the things that I want to do? Am I getting to the places that I want to get to? What else do I want to do with the time that I have? I think this is probably a healthier way of approaching life than being like, at all costs, I need to live longer. Who would have thought that the books your mum read are Have the Secrets to Life? Like, eat, pray, love, you know, like, have some wine, have some chocolate, dance, and that is, that's the secret to a better life. <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels quite silly, but it, the book is right, yeah. apparently. Now the science is catching up on it. <laughs> Thanks, Dr. D. Thanks, Michael. Take care. Politics. Crime. Sport. Finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's Up Early with Ben Ha-Harvey. Michael Ross. Hey, give me the headline. Angelina Jolie has accused Brad Pitt of being really aggressive on their infamous plane ride mm. during their heated court battle. She claims he assaulted many people on board the flight. Doesn't she know you're not supposed to talk about Flight Cup? <laughs> no, it's very nice. serious. Uh, Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who we throw under the bus. Or the plane. The um, Airbus. The, yes. A380. Nice. Uh, Tom Brady and his wife uh, looking to head towards a divorce sparked by his decision to unretire this year in the NFL. So now even if he wins the championship, he can only equal the same number of rings he has this year. Because... Yeah, you lose one. You lose one. You I better get one. It's like finally got the same. Yeah. Uh, it's a very Tampa Bay thing, isn't it? I don't know why, but I'm like, divorcees, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as they move there, she's like, oh, I can leave you. That's lovely. <laughs> uh, and finally, a Bunbury woman faces 75 stealing charges, and she admits to taking $3,000 uh, from the retail shop City Beach uh, from their tills. 
Uh, lucky it's 2022 and not 2002, so that's all the money they had. Because no one shops there anymore. Really, that's wild. How long did... How Over how long? Or is it... Because surely your till would never have that much money in it at one time. That would be bad. That's bad management. Just doing the math. 3,000 times 75. That's only 40 bucks each time. So just taking a couple of 20s each time. Let's just skim them. What, why were they... Like, so at the end of the day... Let me tell you about retail. At the end of the day, you, like, oh, balance... because yes, you're at Spotlight. you got to balance the till... I worked at Crazy Clark's when I worked at the till. And there was one day where it was something like if we were more than $5 out, there becomes like an internal investigation. Yeah, I have. I've worked at a bar. Yeah. And that's very, very similar. Uh, March 30 to April 2nd. Wow. It, like a month. What? No, hang no, on. No, that's two days. Two days? No, three days. Or, or a year. Nah. So it's like <laughs> two days. days. So fifteen hundred each time. The highest sum she stole at any one given time, uh, six hundred and eighty nine dollars. Man, sorry, I just got like normally we, it's all jokes, but I was just entranced by that story. Mm. Wow. Tal Backman now on Triple M. It's very puzzling, wouldn't you say? Do you reckon she said, um, "Don't put me in jail, I'll change"? There is one of Australia's like greatest high-performance athletes uh, in WA at the moment. Uh, he's a star. He's a world record holder uh, of something that you might remember from the 80s. Sure, Sir Isaac Newton unraveled the mysteries of gravity. But could he have unraveled the mysteries of Rubik's Cube? That's right, the Rubik's Cube. Uh, there's speed cubing happening in Perth uh, as we speak. Oh, yeah. And I've been on the hunt for my Rubik's Cube. Oh, you did it? I found it, yeah. I had to, to, I had to go through all my old boxes uh, because I haven't looked at this bad boy since I, uh, I lived at home, I reckon, which is over, over six years ago. You said you've never done it before, and yet I see complete. all colours are complete. Does that mean you've never started it? No, this was completed by my guitar teacher when I was about 17 years old, and then I put it on my shelf in a completed form. Why was he in your room? Uh, because I had private lessons. In your room? Yep. Really? Yep. As a 17 year old? Yep. That's was how it, it works. <laughs> was the door open? Yep. Parents actually, home? actually, no, because you got, you got amps. So you got is like... Your, is your parents home? Yeah, they were there. <laughs> that's what uh, happened. That's uh, what private lessons are, mate. They come to your house. You mean they go, Well, that's where my guitars were. I don't know, mate. I'm going to have to have a bloody <laughs> little, little chat with Shane and Jones. <laughs> Three inches that the door had to be open. <laughs> I don't know how many inches. Uh, he... He loved doing Rubik's Cubes, yep. and he saw that I had one. So, and, yeah, that's what we're talking about. And, uh, we'll and we'll he, talk about this later, though. And he would, like, he would complete them like in the length of a song. Yeah, I do feel like there's some people that are extra good at them. Yeah, and I am not, I am not good at it, but we have a three-hour show. They reckon it takes, on average, about three hours for someone to solve a Rubik's Cube. So there are... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 9, 20. So 20 numbers. I don't know what that is. Like not billion, you know, like a billion billion. That's yeah. how many like possible outcomes there are. Yeah, because all Rubik's the colors can keep changing. There's yeah. so many different configurations. But there is only one solution, as the ad claims. Uh, really? I'd like you to, I'd like you to start. Uh, we'll jump into this, I reckon, next because I'll get you, I'll get you started during a during the next song, because the current the current time for the youngest solver yeah. is five minutes. Okay. That solver was three years old. 
Okay. Okay. So that's gonna be that's gonna be our first time to meet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna like shuffle this around. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to you in the break. Uh, we've got a three minute song coming up, Billy Joel. And so yeah, so you'll have a couple of minutes on the other side of Billy Joel to complete it in. A couple of minutes. So yeah. Okay. So start at the beginning of Billy Joel. So when you hear Billy Joel next, ladies and gentlemen, you will be hearing Mitchell Tinley begin his attempt to beat a three year old at solving a Rubik's Cube. WA at the moment, as we speak, is uh, Australia's very own Felix Zemdeg. He is the champion speed cuber when it comes to Australia, uh, and he has he has held like world championships. And I does I do believe he holds the speed cubing titles in uh, different configurations, not just the three by three Rubik's cube. Uh, we might catch up with him later in the show. Mitch is three and a half minutes out of five minutes into solving the Rubik's cube. The youngest person to solve the cube was a three-year-old from Delhi in India, uh, and she did it in five minutes. Some quick fun facts about the Rubik's Cube as you make your way to the final minute. Uh, There are 43 quintillion different possible configurations, but they can all be solved in 20 or less moves. Really? So how how many moves do you think you've made so far? Over or under four? (laughs) So welcome to the last minute. So if you can't complete this minute, and keep in mind that's absolutely fine because the average person takes about three hours to do their first Rubik's Cube. Really? You have 45 seconds uh, to equal, not even beat, to equal a three-year-old. Are you better than a three-year-old? I don't know. I don't feel like it. Well, yeah. it re- like I don't know why, but this, the frustration of a Rubik's Cube is is something very unusual that you you're sitting there and you're going like but I feel like I can do it. I feel like I'm so close. Like you've nearly got oh what's that? Is the white face coming together? He's got 15 seconds. Can he do it? Can he beat a 3-year-old? It is solving a Rubik's cube in 5 minutes. This is horrible for radio because I can't speak. <laughs> he's focusing so hard. Oh, he's got the T-shape. He's he's nearly got it. Oh. oh, that's a big no. Okay, that's close. Relax. You can relax now. You were close. Ha- let me have. Let's see how close you were. Show me your cube. You've got uh, not. You got no sides complete. You nearly did the white side. Yeah, uh, you have to get the white side first. And uh, and you got some of some of red and blue. But uh, look, you still got. You get to the end of the show, mate, because we've got three hours. What age bracket am I currently? Uh, I think you've now hopped all the way up to like. I feel like this is more like an old person record for. How do I do this? What you got there? This nineteen eighties Christmas. You got yourself a little cube, dude, Jimmy. Let me I have a look at that. We'll have it done by the end of the show, look, or I'll quit. Eight o'clock. Felix Zemdegs, the Australian Rubik's cube like champ, will get him on for some like final tips in that last hour that might help you over the line. You reckon he could talk me through it? He probably could. You know, he probably, we could give him the configuration of the cube, and I reckon he could tell us what moves to make. Or else we're talking fruit. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. A very underrated salad. salad. Now, first of all, what's your favourite fruit? I'd say it's probably apple. Like it would be. Like apple a day. I don't know if it keeps the doctor away. But it's like it's it fits in your pocket. It protects itself with a little skin. 
I mean, you've just described yes. fruit. Uh, but look, there has been... Uh, <laughs> fruit has a protective skin. A vote, and they've been ranked. Uh, we've got the cranberries. Ah, oh, I should have had them ready. Uh, uh, they've come in at number 27. As they should. Uh, you've got papaya, 26. Uh, watermelon, very disappointing, at 25. Are we going, are we going through the top 27 I fruit? could if you want, but I'm, I'm <laughs> shocked. Shovel along. I, I'm shocked as I'm reading them. Honeydew, 24. <laughs> Uh, look, no, honeydew is the worst melon. I just think like there's uh, like if you like blueberries, they're only twenty two. You know, uh, then you've got you got like your lemons and limes. They're not really fruit; they're just for other things like alcohol. Uh, <laughs> and if we <laughs> we go into the top ten, okay, uh, here we go. Peaches once again should have had that song. Jeez, we'll learn. Peaches yeah. are in the top ten. Yeah, peaches coming in at number ten. Okay, okay, mango number eight. Yeah, I get it. Like, I think they're a little, I think they're a little overrated, but they are nice. How dare you? It's the preparation. They're the Sunday yeah. roast to me. That's what I. Yeah, yeah. It's like not, not as easy as an apple. No, uh, an apple coming in at number five. Yes, that's good. You reckon? Okay? Oh yeah, top apple or top five? I'm happy with that. Where do you feel about this? Uh, cherries coming in at number three. Now here's the thing. You're just associating cherries with Christmas, mm. aren't you? You're associating like a good time with an okay fruit. Yeah. You're not eating cherries all year round because they're not worth it. Now, number two, you might think would be number one, bananas. Okay, because everyone uh, number loves two? a banana. Uh, yeah, they're number two. What do you think is number one? What haven't we heard of yet? That is like a staple. It's not going to be a pear. We know that like we like pears and mums like pears. Yeah. So it's not going to be a pear. An orange? Is orange number one? No, my oranges are very disappointing. Oranges are all the way down, I think, number 14. Wow. Number 13 oranges. <laughs> number one, the best fruit as voted by the public, a pineapple. I was going to give it a round of applause, but I refuse. What do you mean? A pineapple. What? You know, there are lots of people who don't even eat pineapple. If you've never sat down and eaten an entire pineapple and to yourself, <laughs> maybe dusted in cinnamon and some chili salt, you've not lived your best life. It has all the juiciness, of the, the juiciness, acid and freshness that you love from citrus fruits, but it comes in a substance and satisfying package. Pineapples <laughs> are the fruit equivalent of a steak made out of bacon. <laughs> it might honestly be in a dead heat with bananas for that number one spot, but pineapples... Are the taco or fruit? First of all, no. uh, second of all, was this sponsored by like the pineapple like corporation? Like, but that, that was very glowing of pineapple. And thirdly, if you need cinnamon and chili salt on your pineapple, you don't enjoy pineapple. You don't. You've got to be able to eat yeah. it as is. Do you want to see the the comments? It says, dumb review, who hurt you? I bet the guy who made this was no bigger than eight years old. <laughs> I just want to know what you got out of marriage. Because I believe it's nothing, but you could have got something. All right? Love and marriage. That's the first thing you get. You get love out of it. No, because you, you already get, had you that. Get, you get a wife. You, no. Uh, you don't have a wife before then, so you get a wife. Yeah, but you're not really. That's just like a title. Yeah, change. so you get, you not, get a title. But you don't really get anything out of it. Where there's this new thing called. Uh, to loophole, it's where if you're under 22, you don't get job seeker, right? Yep. But if you're under 22 and married, you are eligible for job seeker. That is right. That is two people, and uh, they're not the first, and they're of many, 
that are just best friends that have gotten married so they can then apply for JobSeeker. Because, so if you're under 22 and you're not, so if you were studying, you would get student allowance. Yeah, you? but you'd have to study. Which you'd you, have to as study. we know, you then eventually end up with a $30,000 debt. Um, that's not probably not the debt. way to go. It's just kind of there. Uh, now, it's still there. Like, it's still debt, though. It's still debt. They don't want it. They don't want it. They, but they don't want to work. They want job seeker. Correct. Do you know though? Look, I have, there's a little there's a little problem in their thing. Do you know how annoying it is to be on job seeker? Yeah, it's like you got to actually like seek a job. I know. Like I I have friends who who in the past around our sort of uni days when they weren't at uni, mm. they had you have to apply for I think it's like ten jobs a week. Yeah. Uh, and like, if you're offered a job, you have to like take it unless you can prove it doesn't work for you. Like, yeah, they often like uh, often people just rock up to interviews. My dad does it all the time with like uh, hiring people, and they'll rock up, and he'll like they'll rock up like thongs, yeah, and a short, and they'll like try and not get the yeah. job. It's like it's just that's too much work. Just get a job. Ah, it's like the it's, it takes too much work to avoid work. You may as well just get a job and yeah. do nothing like we do. That's true. Chris Isaac on Triple M. Also, if you want money for marriage, just marry a rich person. Yeah. That's what my wife yeah. did. <laughs> Triple M, Mitchell and Michael and Mitch joining us on the line now. I have pulled in uh, an absolute professional, a world champion of cubing to help you out this morning. It is Australia's very own Felix Zemdegs. G'day, Felix. Hi, Mitchell. Hi, Michael. How are you? Yeah, very, very good. Uh, thank you for joining us. Are you solving a Rubik's Cube right now? Uh, no, I'm working from home and I do have three on my desk uh, right at the moment, but no, I haven't, haven't touched them today. When did the fun die for the Rubik's Cube for you? Because I'm assuming it's, it's almost like you must solve it immediately and then you're, like, you're done with it. Oh, it's never died. So oh. It's fun every time. Fun every time. Um, it's different every single time. Now, uh, Felix, what brought you to WA? There was, uh, there was a bit of a cubing championship in Perth? There was. So... Over the over last weekend, there was the Australian National Championship, uh, which was held in Perth at a, at Scotch College, um, in one of the big halls there, and it's the first time they've held the nationals since I think twenty well, since before COVID twenty nineteen. So it was a big event, first time it's been in Perth. It was uh, yeah, a lot of fun. How'd you go, mate? Um, managed to managed to get the win there you um, go. in in the final round. Um, only by about 0.3 seconds. So second place was another kid from, or a kid from Melbourne, Riley, um, who um, got 7.1 seconds average. And then third place was a kid, Toby, from uh, from Queensland. Jeez. I've brought you the best Cuba in Australia, Mitch, to help you out this morning. Do you get more, like, do you get better under pressure? Like, if I tied you up and there was an alligator underneath you and you had to, like, do it to save your life, would you be better or worse? I would probably be probably be worse under pressure. I think <laughs> generally, yeah, generally most people um, when they go to competitions, um, you know, the nerves kind of kick in, and, and it's not like a sport, or not, it's not like a kind of really physical sport where you can take out your nervous energy because you really need that kind of fine motor skills and the dexterity really working. Any kind of shakes or anything like that, um, actually, yeah, don't don't help much at all. So most people do a little bit worse in in competition. Now, Felix. Have you got any tips for people attempting the Rubik's Cube for the first time? That's yeah. basically what we've got this morning. Right now, I've got a Rubik's Cube in front of me. It's a, it's a normie one. Yeah, three um, by three. Three by three. Now, it's yep. just, it's all mixed up. It's just all mixed up. I say, I've just picked this up. What's the first thing I'm doing? 
um, the first thing, well, the first thing I did was I just went on YouTube and looked up tutorials. Um, but okay. there you go. <laughs> but it's, yeah, yeah. So that's 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 primarily how how people kind of learn and and get into it. I think it's worth worth having a little go, see how much you can solve by yourself. Um, I think the number one thing to think about just when you get a cube first off the bat is think about it in terms of pieces yeah rather than individual stickers so uh, you'll see there's kind of three different types of pieces um there's the corner pieces which have three stickers on them which are the corners of the cube yeah and there's the edge pieces which have two stickers on them which are um, in between the corners and then there's the center pieces so the center the center pieces on the cube the the six sides those are all fixed basically yep. in relation to one another um and it's really the edge pieces and the corner pieces that you're moving around so and they can't be separated. So, um, yeah, think, think in terms of pieces rather than stickers. That's very, I know, abstract and vague, but uh, that's the, that's one of the starting points. But then, I, yeah, I YouTube's like, your bet. Yeah, I like that. That's like going, like, how do I get better at the 100 metres? Well, what you want to do is you want to start at the 50 metre mark and you'll be much <laughs> further ahead. Uh, is, there, is there a specific cube brand that you think is, like, the best, like a Nike shoe or something? Uh, well, I'm, I'm sponsored by <laughs> by one of the cubing brands, so I'm a bit uh, a bit biased here. But uh, there's a few there's a few different companies, so the, a few different companies based in China that make cubes designed for for competition. So the ones that you buy, you know, in stores or or Kmart or whatever, um, those aren't really designed to be turned very quickly. Oh. There's a few brands that yeah that produce cubes that are for competition, and the one that I use is called Gan G A M. Oh, there's a few others they're all pretty good right so that's where they i've turn, got wrong. they turn much better this yeah. morning mitch i've given you an old rubik's cube and really we needed to use felix's gan cube yeah the gan 356 uh <laughs> three by three um, i'm on the gan the gan 12 maglev oh yeah this is where i've got i've really i've hampered you this morning but... <laughs> Uh, Felix, yeah. he's got he's got about one hour left to to figure it out. So we'll see if he gets there. Thanks so much. <laughs> okay. Good for... luck. <laughs> That's a great vote of confidence from Australia's champion Cuba, the one and only Felix Zemdex. Thanks for joining us, mate. Thanks, mate. Thanks very much. Have a good one. For us, I think I banned you from talking about fishing, didn't I? Not too long ago. You did, mm. uh, but we I I was able to sneak it in because it was like international news when there was a big like controversy in the US. So I, I was able to yeah. put in, but I was, I'm not allowed to talk about. No, me. was a big fan of it when my uncle was the minister of fisheries. But yeah, now it's Don Punch. Oh, yeah. people are people are angry. They they are angry. Uh, angry at Don. That's Punch. why he's called Don Punch. He's, he's Don like, Don Punch. I'm sorry for what I've done, <laughs> Don but Don Punch. Punch. But no, we're talking fishing. Paddy Dangerfield. And I think this is good, but there's a bigger bag limit for herring fishing as the ban looms for uh, snapper and dewfish. Is that, you're a fisherman, okay. is more herring <laughs> better than like less snapper and dewfish? You know what this is saying? It's like, you see all that delicious like ribeye yeah. that you've got over there. Yeah. Uh, you can only buy like one of those now. You yeah. Can only buy one, but you can have as many sausages as Little you like. Chipolatas. <laughs> yeah, as many chipolatas, oh, as many like frankfurts that your mum rolls out oh, okay. at a party as okay. you like. Okay. Daily limits for herring has increased from twelve to twenty. Okay. It is good though. So uh, herring were at get this, they were at forty a day. You could have forty. Forty herring. You could have forty herring. Fishies. And the herring stocks were like decimated, oh, uh, really? and they so they had to pull it all the way down to twelve. 
Uh, and uh, if there's no herring, then uh, there's a lot of other fish that just go missing um, because they're one of the main food sources. They eat the herring. Yeah, they eat. So, like, the ribeye eats the little chipolatas to become a big, tasty ribeye. So, in theory, we're not... We still would like the jewfish and the snapper. Yeah, like, back. I'm all for... Okay, how many herrings? Yeah. you got to be Rex Hunt for a second. Okay. Which is very similar. You like him on and off air. Uh, how many <laughs> herrings would you trade for a snapper? Oh, you'd have to trade like a hundred. Really? Yeah. Herrings. I uh, personally, I don't like herring. I think it's rubbish. Oh, like, right. but snapper. Beautiful. Right. Beautiful. Oh, well, we were about to have a chat with a herring, but now he doesn't want to. <laughs> if you enjoyed the Mitchell and Michael podcast, remember to subscribe, leave a review and share with your mates.